Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This holiday season, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us with their annual season of hope. Between Thanksgiving and New Year's Eve, the foundation will deliver mortgage-free homes to dozens and dozens of America's catastrophically injured veterans, fallen first responder families, and Gold Star families. Bring hope to heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Oh, it's all starting to come together. We're finally, we're finally kind of seeing what the end goal is with She-Hulk. We got us a little villain. We don't know who it is yet, though. But, you know, we got enough of a, you know, a teaser in this episode to kind of figure out who it is. And I give y'all my thoughts on that. Plus, I discuss a couple of my other favorite scripted shows that are out right now. And one that I haven't got to watch just yet. But I will this weekend, okay? Let's get into it. It's your new episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right. You're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick. But most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island? Or maybe you just want some extra insight on the Scarlet Witch or the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me.
boy, oh boy, this has been a week. Ooh, I'm tired. I feel like every time I get on here, I say the exact same thing. I'm, I'm just, Lord, I'm just tired, Lord. I'm tired, Lord. There's so much going on at work. I'm tired. Lord, I think they're going to try to get us back in the office soon enough. Lord, I'm tired. I'm stressed. S-K-R-E-S-S-E-D. I'm stressed, okay? There's too much going on in the world. Every time you look up somebody getting shot in Memphis, ah! it's a lot, okay? It's a lot going on, but guess what? I'm going to figure it out, okay? I'm, I'm still here. I'm still alive. I'm going to make it. And until the day I die, I'm going to keep giving y'all some episodes, okay? Listen, I want to know what y'all have been watching. What the hell have y'all been watching recently? I know, of course, y'all know every single Sunday I'm obsessed. I watch what I call Dragon House. But House of the Dragon, our first Game of Thrones spinoff, I'm loving it. Okay, so we've gotten five episodes deep right now. And now, I, I honestly, I didn't know anything about the show other than we you know we're gonna it was gonna be a targaryen spinoff obviously but i purposely tried not to like get too invested and know what was gonna happen and all this stuff so my best friend was kind of telling me as we were going along he's like you know there's gonna be a big time jump apparently i'm like what the hell do you mean a big time jump what the hell why are they doing that but now we're about to get to the time jump i didn't know olivia cook was about to be in this show okay now i'm really excited okay 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 I don't know which all actors are changing. I don't know who, but I know Rhaenyra, whole new person. I don't know the actress, but you know, come on, do what you do. Uh, Olivia Cook is there now. She's the new Allison. I got a feeling she about to give me everything I need. Young Allison, you you weren't malicious enough. You weren't really doing what the girls needed you to do. You were kind of queen of you. You know, I feel like little Olivia, I feel like she going to really, you know, she going to do what she needs to do for us. And I appreciate that for her. I have no idea who else is playing anybody else anywhere in history. But you better believe I'm going to watch anyway. I wonder, is Matt Smith, I wonder if he's still playing Damon. Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know what I... Child, we're going to tune in on Sunday. I ain't going to know none of these damn people. I'm going to be so goddamn confused. I'm going to have to watch this episode about five times to figure out what's going on. But you know what? I will happily watch those five episodes. Okay? Very excited about that. Very excited about that. That'll be a good one. I'm also... Okay. I'm in the throes. The throes, damn it. T-H-R-A. The throes of watching Dahmer. Just came out Wednesday night of this week on Netflix. So obviously, you know, I'm a true crime connoisseur. You know, all things true crime, I watch. This, not a docuseries, it's actually like a scripted show. That's why I'm talking about on this episode. A scripted show based on the life of Jeffrey Dahmer. The first episode hooks you in so much. Obviously, we all know Jeffrey Dahmer. You know, that's a serial killer. He was eating people. They found all kind of bones and skulls and everything in this damn man's apartment. Real nasty. If it wasn't for that, let me not talk about that. If it wasn't for the man that got away, they might have known what was going on. The poor neighbor, she just constantly telling them they didn't want to believe her. Why? Because she black. Yep, I believe that's why. They didn't want to listen to her. That's okay. I'm not going to get on that soapbox, but, you know, uh, my girl Niecy Nash, I would have believed you, Niecy, okay? There were some big-ass curls you had in your head, but that's okay. I was going to believe you regardless. I wasn't going to turn you away. Get, I need y'all to get into that because I need to talk about that with everybody. I haven't asked. I, you know, I, I record every week with our good friend Emily Hanks over there at the She Speaks Bravo podcast. 
And I haven't asked her, you know, we talk about true crime a lot outside of the podcast, you know, on the podcast, we talk about Bravo and food. We talk about food a lot too, which is crazy, but uh, I, I haven't asked her if she started Dahmer yet. I'm going to do that actually when I take a break, but I'm going to ask her because I'm kind of obsessed right now. I'm only like three episodes in. It's 10 episodes, I believe. I'm definitely finishing this upcoming weekend. It's that for me. It's uh, the next show I was going to talk about, which is Andor, uh, the new Star Wars show. I'm definitely going to watch that this weekend. The problem is I was going to start the day it came out, which is Wednesday. If y'all don't know, that's, I believe, I might be lying, but that's the reason why She-Hulk is on Thursdays now. Because Disney, they were putting out Star Wars and new Marvel content both on the same days. Which was, for a content creators especially, it was a whole damn lot. It's a lot of content to consume, especially ones that people know are going to get them some traction, that people know are, you know, they're going to watch and all this kind of stuff. So, they had to separate the days. They only separated about 24 hours, but that's okay. We still go watch them anyway. But I haven't started Andor yet. I'm hearing all good things. I'm excited to actually watch it. But I know it's a Rogue One prequel, apparently, but I still need to... I don't remember shit about Rogue One, okay? I watched... During quarantine, I watched all of the Star Wars, mo- Star Wars movies back to back to back to back. I can never remember anything about this movie. I don't know why. I remember having a lot of fun with Solo. But Rogue One, I can barely ever remember. So... I got to rewatch that this weekend, too. It sounds like I'm not leaving the house because I got a lot of watching to do. Child, look, I'm up here making excuses. I wasn't trying to leave no damn way, okay? Why would I need to leave when I got Uber Eats, child? Ain't nobody, you can't pay me to come outside and get shot in Memphis no more. I'll be damned. I'll be damned. I love my city, but I'll be damned. I don't know about that now. I need a little, you know, we need a little break from Memphis. And, child, they're trying to get us to go back into the office then. Hell, I, I get enough outside at some point, but right now I'm enjoying inside. Inside is nice, okay? I'm enjoying this. Who I'm rambling as usual. Let's get into the new She-Hulk episode, which gave us a lot to talk about. A lot of the behind the scenes, a lot of... Co- I love it when I get to dive into the comics a little bit. You know, that's my favorite part of doing the Marvel episodes. And sometimes I don't get to because it's just straightforward, you know kind of content that I focus on on the show, but I love it when I get to give y'all a little, you know, inside information, because I know a lot of y'all don't read comics, but that's why you listen to me, I, I read them for you, it's okay, you don't need to, I got you, even though I always recommend go read you a comic, but you don't have to, you can just, just listen to me, tell your best good girlfriend, <clears throat> tell your bro over there, tell everybody, come listen to me, we're gonna have a good time, okay, let's get into this episode. We open up the episode and Jen is doing what we all hate. She's being a member of somebody's wedding party. Ugh. And based on that wedding invitation, we already know that the bride is going to be a whole ass bridezilla, okay? See, this is why I got all of my grooms manning and best manning out of the way in my 20s, okay? I'm in my early 30s, okay? I'm 33, well, maybe mid-30s, I don't know. I'm 33, okay? You can't pay me to do that shit now who you can pay me to do it nikki is helping her pack for her uh, wedding trip and she wants to see that new she hulk super suit like the rest of us but ah, ah. see 
that won't be revealed until later on in the series, like all the other Disney Plus shows. See, you got to think about it. We saw Wanda's suit, you know, when she got up with Agnes, when she went into the sky with those joggers on and the jacket and stuff. But then when she came down, she had tricked Agnes and put those runes everywhere. Then she came down with her Scarlet Witch outfit. We saw Sam Wilson's uh, all-white major red Captain America outfit that he got straight out of Wakanda. We saw that in the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Kamala Khan's suit in the finale even though it was kind of pieced together throughout the whole show, but that was see that was symbolic. It meant something in that fashion. Usually we don't get it that way, but it meant something. Good job, Kabbalah Khan creators. Okay, Chalabat uh, says she Hawk. What's the damn man name? Hawkeye. Hawkeye. He got him a little piece of purple. You know, a little piece of costume towards the end of the show. So you, we know how this go, Nikki. Quit trying to break tradition, okay? You know that's how this shit goes. I'm surprised actually that Jennifer didn't turn around and break the fourth wall and make this very same joke. I don't, I don't know. She uh, does, however, she has a dress for the wedding that Luke, the same guy who made you know her stuff in the last episode and the, of course, Daredevil helmet, he made her a dress for this wedding, so she's wearing that. Ugly thing. I thought he was sort of be a high end fashion designer, but child, I can't tell. She could have got that at Macy's, but okay. She tells Nikki how this girl knows her whole family, but they've barely talked. So, you know, she speculates that it's got to be some kind of like pity invitation. But child, that lady just wants your strong back ass to help rearrange some chairs and lift some furniture, hang a couple balloons like uh, Drew Sidora did at their party <laughs> that Sheree didn't want to pay. You, you know, help hang a couple balloons. She mentions that Mallory is going to be doing one of those like, cases while she's gone. I think it's a divorce case. I love that Jen refers to the episode as being, you know, she looks directly at us. She says it's going to be a self-contained episode, letting us know right off the bat. Daredevil is not in this shit, okay? Daredevil ain't in this one. So all of y'all that keep tuning in and hollering on Twitter about Daredevil, this ain't the one, okay? Just sit back and enjoy the ride. I know that's right, Jennifer. She-Hulk shows up to the pre-wedding event as She-Hulk, of course, and Lulu the Bride, uh uh-uh, she was not feeling that shit. She wanted regular-ass Jen. Jen with the little curly hair. You know, you know girls like to do the curly hair, you know, but then She-Hulk got the long... Uh, the, the, the purplish, greenish, you know, whatever damn her. I don't know. She she wasn't feeling that shit, though. She just wanted regular-ass Jen, not spotlight-stealing-ass She-Hulk. She promises, though, she says, you know what? No more. I'm not going to hulk out anymore at the wedding. I'm only going to be regular-ass Jen. Even though this was the one time she wanted to show up as her regular... She didn't want to show up as regular Jen. She wanted to be She-Hulk. She wanted to kind of, you know, she wanted to pizzazz a little bit. You know, she wanted to hit him with the razzle-dazzle. But now she got to hit him with the, the snoozle-woozle. Don't nobody want to hit nobody with the snoozle-woozle. Especially if you haven't seen a lot of these people in years. Uh, You want to hit him with a little bit of the razzle-dazzle. But now she got she promised the snoozle-doozle, so that's what we're going to do. Cut back to the law office, and Mallory is talking to... Wait for it. Mr. Immortal. Yes, people, this is a real comic book character, okay? See, to me, this is probably the funniest cameo that we've gotten in this show so far because what a character to pull out of the comics. I love this dude. So let me give you all a little bit of backstory about him. So Mr. Immortal, he's a part of a comic book team called, wait for it again, The Great Lakes Avengers stupidest name on the planet right now i know what you're thinking i've never heard of them well that doesn't surprise me okay in the comics they're this group that like isn't officially 
an Avengers like offshoot in any capacity. You know, we got the regular Avengers that y'all know from the MCU. We've got the West Coast Avengers, very much, you know, very much that girl, very much, you know, Vision and the girls over there. We've got the young Avengers, very much Kate Bishop and uh, Patriot, you know, Hulkling, all those girls over there. But we don't know these girls. They got their own little, you know, they they appear in a lot of stuff, but there is it's it's hilarious to see. They formed their own little piece of group and just, you know, they they changed the name God knows how many times, which is hilarious too. It's so funny because they keep changing it to stuff that's like either already in existence or it's way too close to other stuff. Or it's just like it's definitely like copyright infringement. Like them imitating the Thunderbolts. And calling themselves the lightning rods? No, not gonna work. Or when they found out they were all mutants? Yes, that's right. They're mutants. He's a mutant, people. He's a mutant. I will, we'll touch on that later. I don't know. He's a mutant. I don't know. And they called themselves the Great Lakes X-Men. But see, Jean Grey, she was Marvel Girl at the time. Jean Grey found out that shit. She said, ah, ah, I know you fucking lying. Nope, change it. Cut it out right down now before I sick Xavier on your ass. See that? Mm-mm. So basically, the guy on this episode, his name is Craig Hollis, like it is in the comics, a.k.a. Mr. Immortal. He found out that he was incapable of dying one day. So he puts together a superhero team by putting an ad in the paper, very much like Deadpool 2. Remember, X-Force, those guys. And he assembled himself a little squad. See, okay, let me tell you, my personal favorite member of the Great Lakes Avengers, there's a character named Big Bertha. That's right, damn it, Big Bertha. Weird near name for a superhero, I know. But she can make herself, like, gain mass on command. So she becomes, like, well, she becomes Big Bertha, okay? <laughs> she can make herself gain all this mass, and she basically becomes, like, bulletproof. She becomes super strong, all this kind of stuff. See, Big Bertha is just like Big Shirley from Martin, except like she's not interested in dating Cole, okay? I've gotten sidetracked. You know what? Let me get back to the, the main story, okay? Quick side note. Is this our second confirmation of a mutant in the MCU? I don't know. I I, I feel like unless they say the word, you know how kind of like they said mutation in Miss Marvel? I don't know. I feel like unless they say something like that or play the little dun -dun 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 -dun, then I'm going to say no. We've been burned way too many times before, okay? It looks like Kamala Khan is still flying solo on the mutant front until we get to Wakanda forever. When we meet Namor, the Submariner, okay? That'll be our first, you know, man mutant, I guess you want to say. You're the first mutant ever in creation. Uh, well, in the comics, that is. I don't know if that'll be the same case in the MCU, I'm assuming. But I don't know. We'll see. Back to our regularly scheduled program. Mr. Immortal is the man that he's getting divorced that Mallory and uh, Nikki are helping in She-Hulk's absence, of course. He's concerned that the divorce will bleed him dry. He's talking about all of the time he's been divorced, you know, married and then subsequently divorced, of course. And then he reveals that he's faked his death multiple times to get out of these relationships. But keep in mind, the man's name is Mr. Immortal. He can't die. Except in the legal sense, of course. So he genuinely doesn't think there's anything wrong with what he's been doing to women for decades and decades. They are chewing his ass out. And as they continue the chewing, his ass gets up, runs, and jumps out of the damn window. He lands on a car right below the window. Well, not right, you know, they, they up 
high. They up high, baby. He jumps down there. There's a car below. He falls stories and stories. Bam! Lands on top of that car. Gets right up and leaves. Once again, avoiding conflict by faking his own death. Back at the wedding or the pre-wedding parties, shit, I don't know. Lulu the bride is pretending to give a damn about Jen, but really she only wants to know one thing, who she's dating or if she's dating anyone, which we all know Jen really kind of considers to be like the only missing link or failure, I hate to use that word, but failure in her life right now. Thankfully, some of the other bridesmaids call her away to ask her the age-old question that I'm sure my friends over at the Bravo Wild Black podcast or Ryan Bailey over at the So Bad It's Good podcast have been mulling over for years. Team Edward or Team Jacob. That's right, people. We get a goddamn Twilight reference. I know you fucking lying. This is when Jen realizes that Titania has popped up at this damn wedding with some random ass man that she got to invite her. Look, Titania is like Cardi B. If you got beef with her, you got beef with her forever, okay? Lulu doesn't seem to care, though. She's just happy to have a celebrity there looking right past She-Hulk ass. <laughs> she takes Titania's side against Jen, of course, but Jen just gets the hell out of there after, you know, pleading her case, and she goes outside where she's actually approached by this nice guy named Josh. Now, see, me calling him nice means that I secretly think that he's trying to kill her. I don't know. I don't know that, though. I can't prove it. I don't know, but I think he's trying to kill her. I don't know. See, I'm not a very optimistic person, but y'all know that by now. Y'all know me well enough. They talk for a little bit, but then Lulu comes out and convinces Jen to basically clean up after all the other guests. Child, Lulu could have kissed my whole ass and the blackest part of it, too. Lulu, you got me fucked up. We're back at the law offices, and child, all of Mr. Immortal's exes and one of his husbands, how you doing, are there talking about how horrible of a husband that he was. That man stays around for a while and then he gets ghost, okay? He gets gone. He gets ghostington. And I'm not talking about James St. Patrick, okay? The husband said that he faked taking a damn cyanide pill and everything. <laughs> but most importantly, okay, most importantly, I'll get into it much deeper, you know, when we later on in the episode. But. Mallory asks how they found out about his habitual dying. One of the wives says, my friend sent me a link to a video posted on that site. Intelligentsia. Le gasp. Le gasp. Intelligentsia. Okay. This is yet another huge comic book reference in this one episode. Okay. Since it's only touched on here. I'm going to wait to dive into it, like why it's important, the members that we've already met, members that we will meet, why they just confirm maybe the villain of this show. I'm wait for all that, okay? See, on the site, the man gets hit by a car and knocked into several pieces, but he gets right back up and walks away. Child, Mallory said them damn women ought to be suing the shit out of your ass. But since I'm your lawyer, I'll try to get the best damn deal under these circumstances. I know that's right. You better Olivia Pope this shit. I feel like I make Olivia Pope, Annalise Keaton, Law and Order SVU reference every damn episode. But you know what? Did my favorite lawyer shows. Y'all can go to hell, okay? Back at the wedding, it's wedding day. And as we zoom in on the scene, you can actually hear, you know, I keep my clothes caption on too, child. You can hear one of the bridesmaids saying, no, she'll totally do it. This is such a gin job. 
a Jen Ja. Not the Jen that we learned about in uh, Miss Marvel. A Jen, J-E-N, Jen Walters, a Jen Job. So clearly Lulu has told everybody, all these damn people, that Jen will handle everything. Because when Jen walks up, ready to turn up and drink some champagne, a little bit of champs, they hand her a ton of balled up dress shirts to iron for the damn groomsmen. I know you fucking lying. This is also when she sees that she'll be walking down the aisle with Jonathan, the dog. See, the sick dog at that because they called the damn dog brave for being there. See, I know you lying. Child, that damn dog better not shit on me or I'm turning into She-Hulk and I'm turning this raggedy ass wedding out. I'm tossing chairs. Uh, damn it, I'm tossing the pasta. I'm throwing every damn thing. The microphones. I'm throwing shit in the lake. I don't give a damn. I'm turning that motherfucker out. Back at the law offices, this dying man is trying to come to <laughs> this consistently dying ass man. He's trying to come like to a settlement with the wives and husbands. How you doing? And said that, you know, he's got some Apple stock from the 80s and, you know, from decades ago, obviously. And some gold from his first wife, Baroness Cromwell, a.k.a. Lily Cromwell, a.k.a. another comic book character known as Baroness Blood. See, if she popped up in Werewolf by Night, I would not be surprised. See, that would be hilarious to me if she popped up and then somehow Mr. Immortal made his way back into this shit. I, that would kill me, okay? Especially since she has ties to Dracula, but that's that's a story for another day, okay? Listen to a future episode. We'll, we'll get into all that, all right? Listen, he's trying to split this shit evenly amongst the wives and look one of them black wives she said ah, ah, i know you lying i was married to your ass for 18 years i was your lover and your secretary why am i splitting anything equally with somebody you were married to for three years that white lady said i know you lying i got a kid with his ass they said they ain't my mistake i don't know what the hell you talking about you better know y'all worth i know that's right this starts a whole damn argument amongst the wives and Mr. Immortal got his ass up to try to kill himself again. <laughs> Don't work though, because Mallory and Nikki are right there. Ultimately, Nikki ends up working it all out perfectly and gives everybody exactly what they want, including one wife getting a sincere apology and some meaningful contact in the eyes for 20 seconds. I know that's right. Nikki, you better do your damn job. At the wedding, Jen realizes how terrible this shit is, like most people usually do at a wedding, and decides to get drunk boots down, okay? Drunk boots down. She keeps giving that damn bartender $12. I don't know where this $12 toll comes from, but she is knocking those drinks back. She gets drunk, and she calls Bruce, and she says, you know, I, I've been trying to call you for weeks or days or months, her words, not mine, but no return. See, I love this because the MCU has always been very secretive about how much time passes between projects and like inside of the movie and inside of the shows. So it's very much like in keeping with the theme of the shows and shit because we never really know how much time has gone by. The only like we usually get like, let's see, Endgame is a good example. Like we got the whole five years later but have to think about how often or how not often that shit actually happens i don't know uh the damn man 
<laughs> that damn man is somewhere in space looking crazy as hell trying to find all them damn illegitimate ass children he probably got while he was busting it wide open in Ragnarok. I don't know. That's just me theorizing, but we'll find out. Old boy Josh that she was talking to earlier, he comes over and they have them a good old drunken chat and she's bragging about how strong she is and how great she hulks hair is and all that. Right up until she has to throw up. She runs outside and she up chucks everywhere. She feels somebody rubbing her back saying, oh, let it out, babe. And then she gets her ass punched in the face, clean across the damn lawn. It's Titania, of course. I told y'all Cardi B, Cardi B incarnate. That's her. I told y'all on sight. I love it. The hatred between these two it, it it's always been there in the comics and it's always hilarious. And I love that it's never really rooted in anything serious. They just don't fuck with each other. And you know what? That's how it be sometimes. It's just some people you just don't fuck with. And even though people try to get you to fuck with them, you just don't fuck with them. That's just, that's just how it is. I don't know. Let me say this though. Let me say this to every damn body that's listening. Titania's wedding outfit there was a nasty outfit, okay? She had that pink tuxedo on, that glittery, like, I don't know if it was a halter top underneath it. It uh, That was a nasty little outfit, okay? She, look, she's trying to get her to transform so she can actually fight her, you know. She's trying to take her seriously, but Jen is too drunk. She can't do it. It takes her a minute, but she's finally able to transform into She-Hulk. And now, of course, she's not drunk anymore. I love that the DJ, a.k.a. her cousin Chad, a.k.a. DJ in Chadable Hulk, <laughs> puts on the electric slide in the background to soundtrack this fight. You know it ain't a wedding until you heard the wobble, the electric slide, and you might get a little piece of Chinese checkers up in there, but that ain't guaranteed, okay? Titania, them, they are jacking on the damn floor, and they, this lady does not give up until she gets her damn veneers busted right out of her mouth. Now, see, now she got an exit looking crazy. She's stealing cakes and everything. Whoo! I know that's right. You bust my damn veneers. If I got them good Nene veneers in my mouth and you didn't fuck them up, I'd be mad too. I know that's right, Titania. Back at the law offices, Mallory and Nikki, you know, celebrating their little win today. They are on Intelligentsia's website looking at the Mr. Immortal video that they mentioned, you know, earlier in the episode. But on the side, they see like a hidden little post about She-Hulk. They have to create a profile in order to look at it. And when they do, they're starting to see stuff like cancel She-Hulk or someone just shoot She-Hulk. There are a lot of memes on there. None as good as the ones I make. So I think I might need to make some She-Hulk memes. I think that's, I think that's my cue to make some she See, I'm going to start sprinkling in. I try to like do the content that I know y'all will like engage with. But see, I feel like a lot of enough of y'all like love the Marvel episodes, love House of Dragon, according to my story posts and stuff. I'm going to start doing some, some, you know, I've gotten kind of away from it, but I need to start doing more memes not related to just reality TV. So I'm going to do it. Don't worry. There's stuff like eight reasons She-Hulk needs to die, all kinds of horrendous shit, which a lot of you know, there are a lot of weirdos out there, you know, that have sent stuff just like that to the likes of female Marvel and Star Wars actresses for years now. Most recently, Brie Larson and Ingram Moses. Just saying, you fuck boys. She warns, she wants to warn Jen about this, but Mallory's like, no, these dudes are just trolls and they just want attention. She's like, oh, fine. 
But then immediately when she gets to her car, she calls Jen. She has to leave a voice message, of course, because she's at the wedding. Jen is too damn busy eating French fries with this little boy, Josh. Look, you see Eating up there flirting and eating French fries and stuff. But what she doesn't know is she's being monitored from far, far away. I don't know where the camera is, but they they being monitored, okay? And they, they testing. They trying to test gamma levels and the blood work, all kinds of stuff. The ending to this episode felt, it felt very much like WandaVision. Remember those earlier episodes? We didn't know what organization we were like zooming out to every time. We didn't know what the hell was happening. We just knew it was ending and somebody was writing some notes. It was all kind of stuff. And then in the fourth episode, we see it's sword or shield rather, but when it becomes sword. So we see that's all in there. We're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's going on? What's happening? What's happening? It kind of feels like that. So I feel like we're about to see... I don't know. We we about to let me get into that. I'm I'm getting to that in a minute, but it had a very much WandaVision kind of ending, okay? Now let's talk about the intelligentsia and who this and some of the other things. Why this leads me to kind of believe who the big bad is in She-Hulk, okay? So intelligentsia, they're a superhuman or not superhuman, super I guess superhuman, superhuman, super villain kind of group in the comics where they purposely got together to share like dirty secrets and information and their common goal, you know, supervillain shit was killing people, stopping certain Avengers or good guys, all that kind of jazz. In the comics, it has some of the uh, villains that we haven't yet seen in the MCU, like MODOK, who, you know, he's set to appear in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium, and like Dr. Doom, who of course we're guessing will appear in fantastic four, but we don't know yet. We've got no confirmation, but we've already met a couple of the members like egghead. He was in man and wasp and the leader who I teased a few episodes ago, but now I think it's safe to say he just might be the big bad of this show. See, it's not just the ending of this episode that makes me believe that they announced at D23 that the leader is going to be the villain of Captain America New World Order, a.k.a. Captain America 4, a.k.a. Anthony Mackie's first big solo film, okay? So for those that don't remember, the leader was Tim Blake Nelson. Y'all knew I could not remember this man's name for nothing. I kept calling him the man for Watchmen, but I knew his name, okay? His character in an Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton, before the Hulk was played by Mark Ruffalo, y'all know who I'm talking about, he played a character named Sam Stearns, Samuel Stearns, who was exposed to the Hulk's blood and started to transform into something real nasty looking, okay? But we haven't seen that character since then. So it leads me to believe he's gonna like, I don't know, I don't know if he's gonna go head up against She-Hulk and get defeated or what the case is, but... Something's going to lead him to, you know, all roads lead to Anthony Mackie. So we had to figure out what goes wrong here in order to lead him there. Obviously, we see in this ending scene, somebody walks by with like a dented syringe. The same syringe, if y'all remember, I think it was episode four, where Jen goes home and she gets attacked by those four guys, but she turns into She-Hulk and beats her ass. Well, remember, one of the guys had a syringe, and when he tried to pierce her skin, it, like, bent all up, and that's what she was holding in her hand. But then she goes over. They open up that case, 
And it looks like they got something that's going to pierce right through their skin. That needle look big and nasty, okay? One of them big, you remember them big needles that they used to try to pierce ears with? Uh-uh, not me. You better go on the fuck on. One of them kind of needles. And so I'm guessing that they figured out how they can pierce her skin. See, this is what I'm wondering. Remember the other guy that we've all been creeped out about? The one who I said he was asking way too many questions on that date. He asked a question about her skin, so I don't know if he's working for somebody and he's been giving them information, but I, I don't know. I'm ready to see how this all plays out because, oh, Lord, it's a lot going on. We know what? We've actually met another member of uh, Intelligentsia, too. Y'all know Ulysses Claw. He's in in the comics, too, but we, we, we're not going to see him in this iteration because he... He kind of dead in the MCU unless we see a multiversal version. I don't know, but I guess we'll have to see how that goes. Whew, y'all, that's all I got. This was a this was a great episode. I'm super happy. I'm just I'm I'm just I'm 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 excited that we know where this show is about to go, where it's about to end. You know, I've been enjoying I've been enjoying like the kind of self-containedness of all these episodes because we've been really kind of learning Jen. We've been learning about her world. We've been getting to know the, the all the extra characters on this show are great. Getting a lot of cameos. We've been getting post-credit scenes, all of that. But now it seems like, okay, we're in the end game now. We've got these last three episodes left, seven, eight, nine. Now we're about to see what what this show is leading up to. Now we get to see why, I know y'all want me to say it. Okay, let me say it. Now we get to see why Daredevil needs to be on this show at all. Because he's going to pop up at some point. So I'm guessing they have a common mission that they need to, you know, fuck around with. So we'll see. Whew, I'm excited to see it all. We only got three more weeks of this show. Then we got Werewolf by Night at some point in October. I think early October too. And then, oh, no woman, no cry. We got Black Panther Wakanda Forever in November. Oh boy. And then we're marvelous until February. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do, Lord. I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to just, I'm going to hang in there, okay? I'm going to hang on. I'm going to hang on. That's all I can do, okay? Y'all, I've been Kendrick. You've been you. And I'll see you. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Podchaser or CastBox and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Make sure you follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast. That's at realitycomics2. T-O-O. This is Kendrick, and I'll see ya!
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.